0: Hello everyone and welcome into the Isaac Shelby Coaches Show as we get ready for another week of action and another region game this week. But first, uh, let me introduce the person on the phone here. I have to mix it up sometimes, Coach, because I have some players who say, you say the same thing to start off every week. So, uh, on the phone with me, the head football coach of the uh, Clarksville High School Wildcats, Coach Isaac Shelby. Coach, thanks for joining us.
1: Well, I would say I appreciate it, Ethan, but if they're complaining about that, that's what I say every week.
0: (laughs) All right, Coach. Well, let's go ahead and kind of uh, thank uh, one of our sponsors here this week. We want to thank Sheepdog uh, Inc. for uh, all their sponsors, Coach Conway and Company, and all that they do for the program, but uh, coach, let's jump into the action from this past week, uh, taking on Hendersonville. Uh, and you and I—we've already talked once today, obviously, because we do. You know, I have the radio show that I do with ESPN Clarksville, so mm-hmm. I have a chance to kind of sit down and talk with coaches, and then of course you and I get a chance to talk a little bit more in depth. And one of the things that I really liked that you said uh, was the fact that uh, it—it's really not looking at it as a Hendersonville team. But as a Hendersonville program, and I liked what you said there. So, Coach Tech, ta- talk a little bit about taking on Hendersonville and kind of like the program that they've built.
1: Um, you know, it, it is a, it is a program that it, like that encompasses a lot of things. And um, you know, we have a really good program here in Clarksville. But if we're going to continue to um, compete with the beaches and the Gallatins and the Hendersonvilles of the world, like um, we have to start taking some steps. Um, you know, as as an entire program to get that direction. You know, um, and and I think there's some things that that we're working on that I've talked to some people about this weekend and and some stuff like that to get that to get going that direction. But um, you have to you know tip your hat to them and you know they do a really good job with their like their junior commando program where they get them in like the fifth and sixth grade and Coach Beasley was talking about us that uh, talking about you know that to us the other day, but. Um, You know, there's just a lot of steps that we have to get, uh, we have to start making in in our county in general, like um, at all schools to kind of get, get to that, uh, you know, get to that level.
0: Yeah. If you went to, if you're able to go to the beach game, you know, they have a turf field, they have a great stadium. Um, If you go to Hendersonville and you, you know, they had us walk in really from, Uh, from their practice fields. Their practice fields were nice. It was very, very big. You could have multiple teams going out there, JV, freshman, middle school, whatever it is, and then you walk in and you walk by a weight room that's just like by itself, and you can tell that that's there. They have an indoor facility, so, you know, things like the heat, things like, you know, thunder, things like lightning and rain don't really delay them from practice because they're able to practice no matter what. It's just the little things like that that kind of show you how big that they're working.
1: Yeah, and I grabbed a couple people um, after that game. Um, you know, at, you know, everybody—players, coaches, you know, administrators—like everybody was frustrated walking off of that field. And I grabbed a few people and grabbed Coach Beasley and said, "Hey, you know, will you let us walk through? Um, just walk through your facilities real quick." And and he did. And we we walked through their weight room. We walked through their indoor. We walked down their like down to their practice fields, and we saw some of those things. And um, you know, hopefully, we can get moving toward um, that direction to compete with those folks.
0: Yeah. Coach, uh, talk a little bit though about Hendersonville, that game, what we saw from it and, and just, you know, what you thought your team was able to actually do well. I know it took a little bit to get, you know, the final score of what it is, but what did you think your team was doing well enough that you can build on?
1: Yeah. I, you know, it, it's, it's, they're a tough measure on stick for sure. Um, but, Um, you know, we got there, we got there kind of late again with the bus situation. And, um, you know, I think that kind of affected us a little bit early, but you just have to tip your hat to them. You know, the, the LSLS kid was as good as, you know, he's probably better than, better than what people say about him. You know, one in 25 were good, just the whole, the whole, the whole was good but i did like the way that our kids continued to fight till the end um you know we we got some uh, young quarterbacks there and you know some experience at the end of that game and you know our kids didn't quit there's you know there's no doubt about that it was just a uh, just situation where Hendersonville was was just a lot better than we were the other night
0: late in the game you're able to get Amari Galbraith a lot of good playing time as a freshman you know he's only 14 he's going up against these 18 year old kids Uh, you know Hendersonville their 18 year old kids looked a lot different than our 18 year old kids Um, but to see Amari come out there he scores a touchdown Um, he also you know was playing a lot of special teams you know what did you see from a young guy like Amari and having him get that opportunity now in year one of the program knowing that we're going to have to see Henderson and Beach for the next few years and Gallatin uh, you know what did you think he gained from it
1: you know, I I think I think he was tough. You know, I, I think the situation wasn't too big for him. I think he played hard. I think it was kind of interesting. You know, there's one freshman on the kickoff return team, and it's Amari, and and they kicked it to Amari every single time, and every single time he fielded it, and he didn't run, he didn't run east and west scared. You know, he got north and south and got his yards every time. But for for a freshman to field that kick against Hendersonville as many times as he fielded it was you know was was a big deal. It Just shows he's a tough kid.
0: Coach, we uh, had the scout team player of the week this past week, and when I texted that out to see you know, what coaches thought of who it should be, your immediate response was Jared Buchanan. And then late in the fourth quarter, Jared Buchanan able to punch in a touchdown. I believe it might be his first varsity touchdown of his career, um, to see Jared be able to have that success in that game as well and just kind of see, you know, I mean, it's a good message to the rest of the team of just like when you work hard at practice and you work hard for as long as Jared has, eventually you get that opportunity to see kind of that success happen. And we, and we saw that for Jared this past week.
1: Yeah, I think that was neat. But, um, you know, love Jared Buchanan. Just, you know, he's a good kid. He works really hard. Um, you know, he plays he plays whatever role we need him to play. Um, but I don't think there's anybody that ever questioned his 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 toughness or, you know, his ability to be a good teammate. Um, you know, I, I just really, really like that kid. He's a good, good person. Um, he's going to be successful in life no matter what he does.
0: All right, Coach. So uh, before we move on from Hendersonville here, just kind of final thoughts on the game, final thoughts on, on what you saw from from this and, and what the future holds going up against these Sumner County
1: schools um there's just some changes we have to make and and there's some um there, there's some ch- not just us but just there's some changes montgomery county has to make and um you know we're going to do the best to control the things that we can control and, and and make some of those changes and it might be um it might be difficult and it might be um not normal for some people but you know there there's never any growth if you don't make changes so um, you know those are some things that in the off season the coaching staff is really going to focus on and, and we're going to get those things going that way um, you know we can be competitive with them in the future
0: all right coach let's take our first time out here when we come back we're going to take a look ahead at a region opponent another region game here as we get ready for West Creek stay with us Welcome back to the Isaac Shelby Coaches Show. Coach Shelby, a big week ahead of us here because it has a lot on the line for us. A win here pretty much secures a spot in the playoffs with another region game to go. So obviously a huge game this Thursday night. Remind everyone, again, it's Thursday night, not Friday night that we're playing here. But uh, just a big opponent here in West Creek, another city opponent. But just a chance really to kind of make sure that we get that 11th week.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, If this is a game, if we win, we're in regardless of what happens the rest of the year. So, you know, and and that's one of the things we talk most about our kids is, you know, you got to get in number one. But after that, just how good are you in week 11? So um, we got to continue to get better this week and kind of see what happens. But um, those are the two things we're really worried about. And one of them would get, you know, put in concrete this week if we can win against West Creek. What do you expect to see from West Creek? Uh, they're athletic. Um, they're long, uh, you know, they, they got some guys that are kind of scary catching the ball. Um, they got a kid that throws it pretty good. Um, you know, they're just, they're, they're real athletic. I think coach Fig does a good job with them. I think coach Gallowitz does too. I think he's improved that defense, um, you know, every year, um, since he left a couple of years ago. So, um, you know, it's going to be a good challenge, but, um, you know, it's definitely something where, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be ready to play.
0: Coach, knowing that you know this is another team that likes to throw the ball, uh, you know we're going to see kind of a one of those games where you know obviously our offense is going to try to control the ball. West Creek's going to try to hit some quick strikes on us. You know how do you kind of get a team ready for that, knowing that you know our offense it's going to take a few plays on a drive. I mean there has been we've broke some big runs. I'm not trying to say we haven't broke big runs. I mean you look at some of those games where it's taken us four minutes to score three touchdowns. Uh, Just two weeks ago, it was like that. Um, But again, for for a team that, you know, does like to run the ball, you know, has to run the ball as kind of a necessity thing, you know, how do you look at it like that and say like, okay, guys, like they may hit us with a quick strike, but we got to stay on on task here.
1: Um, We just have to continue to do what's best for the, you know, like the group of kids that we have right now, Um, you know, so we have to play to their skill set um you know we know what their skill set is right now so we have to be patient we have to not make mistakes and not hurt ourselves and then we have to you know you can't eliminate somebody uh like somebody's athletic athletics you can't just eliminate their big plays um they're going to get some here and there and you got to manage those things but you can't uh you can't get you can't get to like playing their kind of game we have to play our kind of game and do you know do what sits like suits our kids the best
0: yeah absolutely coach uh Looking at what we do offensively here with the run game, you know, how have you seen the growth? Uh, We kind of talk about it each week, but I feel like we've seen some good growth uh, in Jamar and Rayshawn, obviously being able to kind of move back to his normal spot. But, you know, how have you seen that growth? What have you seen? I mean, even Diego Buck stepping up. You talked about Amari a little bit early on, but, Mm -hmm. you know, how have you seen those players grow in the run game?
1: I think they're getting better each week, Um, which is, you know, um, which is what we're asking them to do. Jamar's asking good questions. Rayshon's being explosive. Diego's running hard. Um, Amari's running hard when he gets in there. And, and, you know, we have this week and we have fall break and we have two more weeks. And then, you know, as long as we beat West Creek at that point, we're going to be in the tournament with 32 teams. And, it, you know, it just depends on how good you are on that particular Friday. And that's what we're shooting for.
0: Coach, it's not really a rivalry game. It hasn't been really billed as that, uh, you know. Out of the years that Clarksville High Schools played uh, against West Creek, uh, CHS has only lost one time, and uh, I believe since two thousand, since the two thousand and nine season, uh, Clarksville High Schools only lost one time. So it's not one of those things where it's built as a rivalry. But I do feel that our guys do kind of know those players a little bit and, you know, kind of know that area very well. And I think that's like that for every school really in the area. But, you know, it does seem like one of those things where it kind of continues to grow a little bit between, you know, you know, West Creek and Northeast and, you know, West Creek Rossview with it being a region game. And then, you know, the past, you know, past few years, it might even been, you know, Coach Gallagher going over there. It kind of helps it build up a little bit, but you're kind of seeing that rivalry, not even a rivalry, but just that kind of, you know, these guys know what's at stake when they have to play West Creek.
1: Yeah, I mean, the biggest rivalry, obviously, is the the Clarksville-Rossview deal with, you know, us both being on the south side of town. But, you know, each year, you know, you get you get some transfer kids and then you get some like business academy kids that are north side of town guys. And they know some of those West Creek kids. And I think the biggest thing of all of it is just uh, is their phones. You know, like like when I was in high school, no one had a cell phone. And we weren't friends with any of the kids at Kenwood, um, just cause we didn't have phones. You know, a lot of these kids are like they're tweeting each other and Snapchatting each other and whatever else nonsense they do. Um, you know, that they, they know, yeah, I feel like with a cell phone, it's easier to know the other kids on the North side of town that you wouldn't normally know. Like if you didn't have a cell phone.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, that does add to it a lot here. And, uh, coach, you know, you talk about it, uh, we're going to move and kind of look at it being a Thursday night game. And I know that, you know, there's a lot that goes into a Thursday night game because it's, you know, a shorter week, you know, we're still have a JV game on Monday. Um, You know, there's only really then a day of like actual full on practice for everybody, Uh, you know, and then Wednesday, of course, being a walkthrough. So a lot quicker, you know, we're, we're not, it's not like an NFL team that gets those, you know, Sunday playing a game and then all of a sudden four days later, you know, after their training staff has, you know, put, you know, an ice baths and stuff like that, mm-hmm. we don't have that luxury, you know, talk a little bit about being on a Thursday night and, and kind of like the Thursday night atmosphere.
1: Um, It's a little different um, Monday, like a normal Monday practice um, is a little more um, fixes from the week before um, short installations from some like stuff that we plan to do that, either maybe like a slight bit different or something that we haven't done in the past. So that's usually what Monday is. And then you go play the JV game. So um, Tuesday, Tuesday is usually like your heaviest workload practice, but that's going to get bumped up to Monday. So then Monday is, you know, it Monday is this week is co- more kind of like, Hey, we're going to practice like Tuesday and then we're going to send the JV up to eat like Burger King at some point, And then you guys are just going to go have to like play. Um, you know, it's, it's, it it'll probably affect the JV game more than it'll actually affect the 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 practice and then everything just gets bumped up a day so wednesday you know like wednesday's more like a normal thursday and tuesday's more like a you know it just bumps everything up a day
0: what do you do you like the thursday night games and and we know the reason why obviously being yeah. the fact that we're about to go on fall break and you're you know everybody's going to get about a week's rest anyway but do you like the mm-hmm. thursday night games
1: no i really don't i like to i like i think high school football is best on friday but um in this particular situation it's a little bit different um we've played the friday before fall break before um you have a lot of people that go out of town um you know a lot of students that go out of town and and it it generally kind of hurts it hurts the gate really bad financially like if you play on a friday and fall break you're basically breaking even paying the officials most of the time so um you know we want our students there um, they're a big part of the game. Um, like we want those people like in the stands. So we feel like playing Thursday um, in, in this particular week is a better option playing than playing Friday, uh, number one, because the kids get to play in front of their friends in the student section. Uh, number two, it's just better financial. All
0: right, Coach, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we have our three random questions. And I actually got told something that I thought was – pretty interesting and i wanted to get your opinion on it so we're technically going technically going to have about four questions this week uh so not our normal three but we're going to take a break when we come back three random questions here with coach shelby stay with us Welcome back to the final segment here of the Isaac Shelby coaches show. Coach Shelby, three random questions for you. We're going to start off with coach Conway's question. He actually asked this last week, but I had my three questions. So I said, I'd, I'd make sure to pull it over for this one. He said, who would you like to have narrate your life?
1: Um, I think the best narrator is Samuel L. Jackson, for sure. Um, super deep voice, like, uh, super serious about everything. Um, like, I've never heard him narrate something, uh, you know. I, I watch a lot of documentaries and other stuff like that. Like, I think those are really interesting. I've never heard him narrate something that I didn't think he do. Like, he did, like, a really, really good job of. So, probably uh, Samuel L. Jackson, I would say.
0: All right. Uh, another question for you here is, you know, what what do you think is the best collegiate stadium? And then what would you think would be the best professional stadium? Like, has the best atmosphere?
1: Um i would i mean I, i'm gonna have to go with something i've been in before but um you yeah, know we talked last week about some different stuff but um Nealand is obviously um super awesome i don't I don't know there's a better college stadium um any sport in the country than 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 going to knoxville and being in neiland uh i think the river adds something cool to it like most people don't have that um just the just the way that people in knoxville um you know just gravitate to that stadium is pretty cool um I would go kneeling on that. Uh, my dad was really, really close to Fenway park. Um, a couple of years ago, we, we like took the train down there and then, uh, went to a Red Sox game. That was pretty neat. Um, I've never been to Wrigley. I'd like to go to Wrigley. Uh, Bush stadium was really cool. Um, I know you've probably been to more stadiums than I have, but, uh, kneeling and Fenway are probably, um, probably the two, the two neatest, I would say.
0: Yeah. I really liked Bush. Uh, that was probably mm-hmm. one of my favorite ones to go to, but I also liked uh, uh Miller Park up there in uh in Milwaukee. They had mm-hmm. a, they when you know if they hit a home run, they have uh Bernie Brewer, he slides down a slide, which is pretty funny. Yeah. And then of course they have the statue of um oh my goodness, the guy who did the major league movies. Um Okay. They have his statue in the nosebleed, so you can go take a picture. I thought that was pretty cool. That's pretty uh, cool. Yeah, yeah, so if you ever get a chance to go up to Miller Park, I think it's still called Miller Park. It might have a different name now, uh, but yeah, up there in like- Milwaukee, that's a good one to go to. It has a retractable roof, so you don't miss a game either, so that's kind of a a
1: yeah. fun thing to kind of add in there. Um, the area around Fenway was really cool, too, like all the stuff that was going on there. Well, I um, bet, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty sweet.
0: Alright, coach, uh, my last question for you that I have, make sure I gotta pull it back up here for a second, make sure I remember the right one here. The last question for you was um this came to me from Coach Stanley. I asked him during the middle of the week, and he asked me some things that that we had already talked about and already discussed, but he said he wanted me to ask you your thoughts about little Caesar's pizza.
1: Um, I don't eat little Caesar's pizza. Um, number one. Uh I think that I think it's uh, kind of crazy that the you know like the common stereotype of Italian people is big nose, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then like Little Caesars Pizza like takes that stereotype and just puts it on the box in front of everybody and like makes a big deal out of that like stereotype. I don't think that would work like in other situations. Um, like I don't, I just, I just don't like Little Caesars. I don't think it's good pizza. I don't like the box. Um, the hot and ready thing is. It's pretty borderline because you know if you do have to eat it, they they are usually ready, but they're never hot. Um, they're like, I think they should change their advertising thing to like kind of warm and ready. Um, but I I just don't. I, I think Little is by far the worst pizza. All right, and uh... even though it's five dollars, I just <laughs> I, like I, I I'm a big like I, I definitely like uh I definitely like a bargain, but I think you got to draw the line at that nonsense. I just think it's terrible. All right, so
0: we we know that Little Caesars, uh, you're not a fan of Little Caesars. No, right, we'll go on from there.
1: I all do right. like Domino's. Um, like I do like Domino's. Right, uh, big Clarksville High sponsor. Um, yes, if you're ordering pizza tonight, definitely consider Domino's. Um, big Clarksville High sponsor, but I don't like Little Caesars at all. All
0: right, even if they sponsored, you're still just like I I appreciate. No, it. I'm
1: not. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm out. I draw the line on that. We'll go with Domino's pizza. Um, you know, call Antonio. Uh, order some, order some dinner tonight. Don't bother cooking. Um, you know, dominos is the way to go. Gotcha.
0: All right, coach. So actually kind of a, uh, a weird thing and, and just kind of a, 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 kind of a, I guess I was told it earlier in the week. Um, and it was brought up by Miss Sparn. Um, she was talking to me cause you know, we had, we've had a concussion or two this season for some of the players, you know, so we were, mm-hmm. we were talking about concussions and she brought up this random fact that I thought was really interesting. And she said, "Do you know why woodpeckers do not get concussions when they're obviously using their nose to peck woods and their head is, you know, shaking?"
1: Uh, okay, I'm totally guessing on this, but would it be because I, I don't? I know Miss Warren is a big like proponent of mouthpiece. Like your mouthpiece is just like important as your helmet. Is it like the density of their beak?
0: It's not that, but it does kind of do something with the mouth. It's actually the fact that their tongue wraps around their brain. Okay. And it kind of forms, it has like, I I believe their tongue has like some styles of like bone in it, kind of like soft, spongy, kind of like bone. And it almost forms like a football helmet around their brain, their actual tongue does, when they're Hmm. pecking against the wood. Is that not crazy?
1: That is pretty crazy. So if... um. So Miss Barn would never ask a woodpecker to say his alphabet backwards <laughs> or any of those, things. No. or count backwards from three by hundred or whatever the questions are.
0: No, and they wouldn't have to get their form to come back to play for us.
1: So that's for yeah. certain. No, there's no five day uh, woodpecker <laughs> protocol.
0: No, not at all. I just thought that was very interesting, and you know, Miss Barn obviously. Is, do you just, know they
1: Do you know they're uh, illegal to kill? Are they really? Yeah. Cause there's one in our neighborhood that just like, it's, it's been around here for like a year and occasionally it'll wreak havoc on the side of my house. that's like closest to Clarksville high. And, uh, I came out like threatening to shoot it one day and it flew off. And I was telling some people about that. And I think it was Eli who was like, no, you can't shoot a woodpecker. Um, (laughs) and he was being all like park ranger, like, uh, you know, which was weird to get from Eli, but he he was like, no, you can't shoot that. And I, I didn't know that, but, uh, I definitely would have shot if he didn't fly away because he was tearing up the side of our house. But there's one massive, like, super woodpecker in our neighborhood. I'm surprised he hadn't got to your house yet.
0: Well, let's, I mean, we do have like a, we have like an old telephone pole in the backyard. So, like, he can attack that, but not the house. I don't need that. Um. Yeah, I've
1: actually gone so far like uh, Chuck Bider, another one of our sponsors, uh, CKB Homes, you can call him too. But uh, he's coming out to put like some like soffit siding on our house and redo the gutters um, because that's like the, the wood pet. That's what he's getting at is this one side over here. So like Chuck's going to cover like all the soffits and redo the gutters basically because that he just randomly shows up like every couple of weeks. But man, when he gets here, he like it's right over like. The place he packs is like right over our bedroom window and it's loud.
0: And he doesn't get a concussion. So we've learned that. And the reason why he sure. doesn't get a concussion.
1: <laughs> All right, yeah. Coach. Do
0: you have any final thoughts as we head into West Creek this week?
1: Uh hope we don't get any concussions this week. I hope we haven't jinxed that. Um, you know, uh they're super athletic. Um it's it's always fun to coach against uh Coach Gowitz you know. Um he came over to Clarksville High to learned a couple things and then he left and you know he's, he's trying to do those things so um you know it's it's definitely uh it's definitely fun to coach against him you know called him a couple times uh saturday kind of gave him a hard time about some uh, some other things that we will not mention but uh you know it, it's definitely gonna be fun
0: all right coach well it's another week here in the books we get ready for a thursday night matchup here as we host west creek on thursday night coach uh, uh, you don't have to answer this, but you can maybe give us a hint. Are we going to see gray on gray this week?
1: Have not decided that yet. Usually, usually we let the seniors. Usually, um, let the seniors kind of deal with that during the week, and um, you know they hold those grays for super special occasions. So um, I'm a big fan of them. So I, I don't know. we will have to ask Chris Bagatini or you know Ray Sean or some of those guys, Jordan and Jacoby, and see if they want to break them out. So. um you know, we'll see. They may show up. We may be in a gray on gray, which is pretty cool. Uh, one of the kids was talking about doing gray on purple, which we've never done before. All right. Um, so uh, that might be neat. But uh, yeah, call and order some Domino's pizza tonight and check Biter for any renovations.
0: All right, Coach. Well, thank you again for another week. We're gonna get set this week, taking on West Creek Thursday night football next week. Uh, we're not gonna have a show because we'll be on fall break. And Coach and I will talking about two Sundays. Uh, about our next opponent, which will be Maplewood, once we get there, and we'll so know that there's going to be a week off here uh, from the show when we come back in two weeks. We'll be talking a little bit more about the West Creek game, how it all concluded, and then of course looking at Maplewood. But for this week's episode of the Isaac Shelby Show, Isaac Shelby coaches show, I'm Ethan Schmidt, Coach Shelby on the phone with here. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you join us in two weeks for another show.